This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time for some nuggies. You know, the um, special teams really did make a huge difference for, for Kansas City. The blocked extra point was a low kick. The fumble on the punt recovered. By Kansas City, I mean, it was just... I'll give Kansas City some credit on recovering it, but that's really a blunder by San Francisco. Of course. It was a big special team's advantage, is is what I'm saying, um, as far as Kansas City's concerned. and um, That's part of the game. Record-setting field goal. Yeah, that was funny. Here's a record. I'll just break your record. Oh, uh, record lasts about nice. hour and 45 minutes. Hold my beer. Yeah. And the thing is that both kickers show that they have a ridiculous leg. Moody, when he kicked it from 55, that thing looked like it would have been good from 65. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was way high and just had tons of velocity on it. And then Butker's kick was just this line drive screamer that, you know, it, you talk about it being a game of inches and you saw the hand of uh, yep. one of the players that damn near, damn near blocked it. But you didn't. But you didn't. And it ends up being a 57-yarder. 248-539-9797. Bill, you're on 97 on the ticket. What's up, Bill? Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Uh, well, uh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to kind of say, I kind of get into the game sort of like a lot of people. I wasn't really rooting for anybody, but as, as the game went on, I just felt myself starting to root for Kansas City, uh, you know, just just because of the Lions. And uh, I left that game uh Feeling like the lines are lines are right there. I mean, the lines are right there with uh, anybody in the league, and um, I just uh, I you know I don't know. I see if they, yeah if they have to just I, Shanahan, you know, I think their biggest hurdle to winning the Super Bowl right now is Patrick Mahomes. That's what I think. So it's interesting, Bill, because I'm I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, they're using they're throwing the word dynasty around, right? And I you know, that like the idea that to me, the way I describe dynasty is when a team removes any question of who's not only do they win a championship, they also kind of remove the question of who's gonna win the next championship. And it, to me, a dynasty is like a feel, like you can pen them in. That's when you're in a, the midst of a dynasty, is the idea that not only are they winning this one, they're winning the next one and probably even more after that. And I don't have that feeling. I don't think they're unbeatable, but it would suck, okay? If literally yeah. the Lions are entering a window that's going to last for a while and they happen to be up against another a team that turns into a dynasty and wins like three, four, 
four in a row here and that the Lions window opens just in time to lose to the Chiefs all the time. We haven't even gotten to the Super Bowl yet, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah, no, that's a great that's a great point, Doug. I yeah. But I think they can I mean, I, look, they they won that game in the beginning of the year and Pat Rose was a quarterback. So they they can beat them, but a quick champ and chump. Mm-hmm. Uh first of all, my champ is D for that prediction. I really loved it. <laughs> it's just a prediction. Um, he, it's a tip. It's a, that's a flat out tip. Yeah, it sounded like that. He had some inside info there. Apparently, um, it's very similar to a like a Bleacher Report that had like almost the exact same thing. So I don't know if D just read that and read it. Yeah, as... I think they're going to have to they're going to have to outbid the Bears for him though, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and then just my chump is just everybody that made such a big deal and all the vitriol and animosity uh, that was thrown. Taylor Swift over the the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. It almost seemed like that was the biggest story. It was just so pathetic. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Look, to me, it's just another celebrity cutaway, and it's not unique to have celebrity cutaways. She got 55 seconds of airtime during the Super Bowl. Is that what you saw that, Kang? It was 55 seconds? Yeah, during the game. During the game. From kickoff to the end of the game. Which might set a record, okay, for one person being on the screen. But celebrity cutaways is part of mainstream sports. It right. just is. Yeah, I mean, it's I I didn't let it bother me at all. It was fine. You know, there were times I was waiting for the reaction. Ooh, wonder what, what the reaction is going to be here. Really? Yeah. Um, I am. I guess when it was pointed out that you know Brittany Mahomes didn't that she, they only went to her once or twice. <laughs> I guess I'm a little su- more surprised by that, given that you know. She's the wife of Patrick Mahomes, and you know she's always been kind of a, in the spotlight too, and yet way second fiddle to Taylor Swift, and yet Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. I mean, this is trying to reach out to a different audience. We've gotten Without calls already today that people don't watch football, watch the game, and we had, head and yes. saying they want to learn more about football. This is what Goodell and the NFL want. You know, yeah. the thing that helped me is I'm with I'm like you, Gator. I don't care if she's on or not on the TV. I'm just glad that Blake Lively was with her. <laughs> I was too. Let me give you something else to look right, at. Yeah. Right. So, what was that tweet you saw, Doug? Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively's husband, tweeted out something about a um, um, a trailer for a movie, and then said, "By the way, has anyone seen my wife?" <laughs> He's in the Daredevil movie, the new one. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh, Daredevil. Why? Ben Affleck was on last night. I make that mistake. I make that mistake yeah, all the time. Of course, Doug. And I think the other movie is uh, If. Imaginary friend? Yes, yeah. with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so there's a couple of these guys. Man, this guy. This guy. Lives the life, huh? And he's doing those commercials for his company. Owns a soccer team. This guy. He's married to Taylor Swift's friend. Married to Taylor Swift's friend. <laughs> okay, so as we haven't even touched on the commercials. Is there any that stood out to you? Uh, you know, it's funny. When I was watching, there were a couple that did, and but not enough where I'm remembering what they were today. Okay, I'll give you two that I I that made me laugh out loud. One was the the Dun Kings with uh, Ben Affleck and um, Matt Damon and Tom Brady. I thought was hilarious. And the other was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, neighbor, neighbor, it's neighbor, like a neighbor. good neighbor. State Farm is here. Yeah. It's neighbor, Arnold. I did laugh at that. Thought yep. that was good. Yep. Um, the Duncan commercial, I, I, it's weird since Ben Affleck's been doing these spots. 
he just leans heavily to the Boston accent and it doesn't sound anything like Ben Affleck. You're like, who who's this guy pretending he's Ben Affleck? You know? I thought that was really well done. I thought Matt Damon was, dude, I said I'd do anything for you. This is anything. This was it. <laughs> Mine was one that reminded me of Gator. It was the Christopher Walken one. Where that, everyone, that was the one. That was hilarious. Kept in person, yeah. you know, I was <laughs> laughing at that. It's like your car. Yeah. <laughs> is this a nice table for you, Mr. Walken? What, like that probably happens in real life. Right? I, That's exactly. Like... That's why it's funny as hell. So great. That was a that was a really good spot. Yep. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Okay. So look, the Alex Anzalone during the game for people who missed it, put on social media. Not gonna lie. This is tough. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I think it's an emotion that a lot of people in Detroit felt for the first time ever. That it that it was tough, and you can't, you, you know, you could feign things, or you could say I'm going to root for this team, I'm going to root for that team, or I'm over it, and then the game starts, and maybe you weren't over it, and the way the game was going, it didn't feel like the beginning of the game was a a game that would be deemed a high quality game, and yet everybody's capable of having sloppy playing sloppy football. In fact, the Lions themselves made some mistakes in the NFC title game that came back to haunt them. And it just so happened this game started with, with mistakes, fumbles, penalties, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a clean start to the game. And I wouldn't have chalked up a lot of that stuff to great defense necessarily. But um, what were your emotions Detroit as you watch this thing play out? What did you, what were you feeling for the first time with a team that you thought, and I actually don't even think we should say thought that we know is capable of playing in this game. And we know is capable of, of, they belong, we have a team that belongs on the field in the biggest of stages that just didn't get it done. Which included their own mistakes and credit San Francisco for what San Francisco got done. Now, I thought I'd authentically want San Francisco to lose because I'm being very bitter. And it turned out it was an authentic feeling as the game was going on. I was... I was all in for Kansas City, and uh, I don't even really like the Chiefs. It's over. It was a quick relationship I had with the Chiefs. It lasted about four hours, and now we're done. I just I love the the ironic twists in that game. Things that happened in San Francisco are what exactly happened to the Lions. The the bad bounce, for instance. Bad bounces, momentum swings. You couldn't stop 
Kansas City at the end of the game. They scored four straight possessions. You couldn't stop it. I, I loved it. The fact that they, you know, anybody that's dogging Dan Campbell because of the fourth and two decision, they went for it on fourth and three and got the first down. They and, went around you know, fourth and three when a field goal would have given them, would have tied the game, right? Yeah. Under those circumstances, I mean, that's a, a sure field goal from the 15-yard line down three. I think conventional logic, and but there, there's little doubt in my mind Dan Campbell would have gone right. for that well, and Kyle think, Shanahan did. He, he would have. And then you get to the end of the game and you get a fourth and four or fourth and five situation and he settles for field goals in both of those. Mm-hmm. And people killed Dan Campbell over doing that and not kicking field goals, and yet that's what cost Kyle Shanahan the game. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.